Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. I didn't have time to write your short letter, short, your long one instead. I didn't have time to write your short letter, short, your long one instead. I didn't have time to write your short letter, short, your long one instead. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. My mom always said it's rude to keep people waiting. Well, best ever listeners, that's exactly what you're doing if you're not funding your deals with our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land. Patch of Land is a crowdfunding marketplace that matches up your deals with accredited and institutional investors who want to invest in your deal. Patch of Land literally has thousands of investors ready to fund your next deal. You don't want to keep them waiting, do you? And guess what? It's a lightning quick process too. In fact, the average patch of land loan closes in just seven days. Is a five to seven day close faster than how long it currently takes you to close on financing? And just think, wouldn't it be wonderful to have all of your financing needs taken care of for all of your deals? How many more deals could you close if you already knew where the money was coming from? With Patch of Land, you no longer have to worry about the financing part. They've got it taken care of for you. Go to Patch of Land and find out how to get your next deal funded by the thousands of investors waiting for you right now. Go to patchofland.com. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-A-N-D.com. Hello, Best Ever listeners. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, John John Genovese. Hi, John John. Hello, and hello to all of the best ever listeners as well. Welcome to the show, and boy, this is going to be a unique episode because, uh, well, I'll just get into your background, and I'll let the best ever listeners see why I say that. John John is the owner of Malama Auctions, based in Hawaii, and he specializes in real estate auctions. We've got on our hands a professional auctioneer. So he's the guy that talks really quickly in front of the room and tries to get us to pay the best price that the property can command. John John is also the host of a popular podcast called Fundraiser Solutions, which helps nonprofits improve the quality and financial results of their events. Our conversation is going to be focused, obviously, on his job as professional auctioneer in real estate auctions. I, I know we can learn a lot about that. And normally I do a interesting fact, but I just think that's an interesting fact in and of itself. So 
with that being said, but if you have another one, which I'm sure you do, go ahead and say it. But in addition to that, can you tell the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Well, my main focus, uh, obviously, is the auction industry. We have been pioneering that for a number of years here now in Hawaii, and it's been good to us. It's very interesting out here in Hawaii. Uh, we've been here for 11 years now, and uh, we had some auction background in California, which is where I'm from originally, but it was a whole different type of auction. So it's been really fun just sort of recreating here with that. However, my background before, I have about 15 years in property management for distressed homes. So I'm sure you know the best ever listeners and you, Joe, you're familiar with those homes that are boarded up and got foreclosed on and that big thing that happened in the last few years. Well, we had a major part in that. We ran a company that was in seven different states, uh, also in the Virgin Islands and Guam, and we would manage those properties for the banks. And with all of that, I got really burnt out uh, so I'm glad I'm not doing that anymore. And now that we're focused on the auction industry and selling these properties, not only is it a lot better of a life, but the quality of life is even better than I could ever imagine being here in Hawaii. All this said, you know, we're I'm really, I guess, like self-made, you know, entrepreneur for life. And I never went to school. I guess that's an interesting fun fact. You know, I I was homeschooled my whole life. I didn't set foot in public school or private school or anything until I was about 17 years old and I started taking some college courses. What's the key to winning when you go to an auction? Definitely, you have to remove the emotion. If you want to win a property at auction, you have to remove the emotion. I can't emphasize that enough. And I think especially with real estate investing, you have to know your price point because you may be the highest bidder, but you may also not be the winner. So if you know your price point going in and you remove the emotion, then then it's just black and white, right? So then it's just a matter of just sticking to your numbers. But there are a reason why auctions exist, and that's because they're effective for the participants, both the buyers and the sellers, and in some cases, and more so than you know, more so for buyers, more so for sellers, depending on the actual auction. So some people don't abide by those guidelines. What have you seen happen? And what are some of the the pitfalls that the best ever listeners can avoid? I would start with the pitfall of which property or auctioneer you deal with, honestly, because not all auction companies are created equal, just the same way that not all real estate is created equal. And what I mean by that is in our company, with Malama Auctions and a number of other auctioneers that we work with closely throughout the country that are associated with the National Auctioneers Association, we pride ourselves in transparency and we pride ourselves in making the transition as smooth and as quickly as possible for everybody involved. Now, that being said, if you are going to be bidding on a property and you can't find information on it, I think that that is number one, the biggest red flag because you know a lot of the companies that I know of and for a standard for our company is that before the property is listed on the market, we have inspections, we have surveys, we have uh, a lot of details uh, that you would want to know that in traditional real estate, you wouldn't find out until after you're already in escrow. And we like to put that all out in the forefront. So that's number one. Number two, you know, best advice as a person who's bidding, you, like you said, you do need to have your numbers. Uh, you need to have a good idea of where you want to go, where you want to end up, and what your limit's going to be. When that is the case, be prepared to walk away just like you would any other property. The setup of an auction 
is almost to dissuade somebody from walking away because there's a level of competition amongst each other and trying to one-up each other. So have you seen that happen where people just pay way too much for a property and have you seen that kind of like meltdown? You know, I got to tell you, I, I know of people who have done that. I've never seen it at our auction. And the reason that I say that is, again, you know, to sort of, you know, not to be too prideful here, but we really do like to make sure that all of our bidders are well-informed. So we have a team of people that will work with them and advise them on what the property is. There shouldn't be any secrets. It's not like we're sitting there snickering in the back with our hands over our mouth because of what they paid. I have seen people do the opposite though. I've seen people pay too little, I should say offer too little and walk away. And that, that was probably more devastating to the bidder. You mentioned associated with the National Auctioneers Association Is that similar to other organizations for realtors and property managers? Is that the main association that you should check to make sure that your auctioneer is associated with? Absolutely. Uh, Yes, it is. This is is pretty much the only auctioneers association that is national and international both. So, you know, we also have members that are in South Africa, the Philippines, Europe, Australia, all over the place. And If I was to give advice, if you have a state association, I would check to see if your auctioneer is a member of both, because what that shows is that they take a lot of pride in the ethics of their business. And also they have a good standing because to be able to be a member of those associations, you do have to live up to that ethical standard or you would be removed. What do you have to do on an ongoing basis to be in the association or what do you have to do initially to become a member of the association? So to become a member, you know, it's it's not really that big of a deal to become a member. You know, if uh, you have to get recommended from somebody uh, or you come in, what they're going to do is they're going to look into you and they will also keep an eye on you as far as any reports that your company has or doesn't have. And then once you are a member, the education in the National Auctioneers Association is, is really spectacular. Now, honestly, we're not as big as, say, the Board of Realtors. I mean, you know, there are a million members or something like that in the United States. We're somewhere in like under 10,000 range. But every year we have these gigantic events throughout the country. And there's three to 4,000 people on one place getting the same information, trying to keep a good standard. Based on your experience as a professional auctioneer and, interestingly, the uh, you know property manager for 15 years for Distressed Homes, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? You know, and to reiterate this again, I really think it has to do with have your numbers in mind and have the emotion removed when you're going to the property. And I truly believe that buying by means of auction is the best way to ensure you're never paying too much for a property. Because you can go in prepared, you can get the dollars figures firm in your mind, and you never have to pay more, period. From a financing standpoint, do you have to have cash to pay for it up front? How does that work? It depends on the terms and conditions of the sale. So for us, we typically do cash. We like that. Um, Our sellers like that, obviously, because what that does is it ensures a very short escrow time, and that's awesome. However, We also have buyers in that market based off of the homes that we sell. So it really depends on the asset classification that you're buying. You know, for us here, we probably average about 
1.2, 1.3 million dollar homes that were selling at auction, whereas in other parts of the country, you know, they might not be. You might be not be buying those that price home, and if that's the case, you're going to be dealing with somebody who's used to having to have finance options available even with buying at auction. Your auctions are in Hawaii. Can people bid on the properties who are in New York, Idaho, California, wherever? Yes. So all of our auctions are conducted either online only or simulcast. So most of our properties are done simulcast unless there's a reason that we cannot have an on-site meeting at the time of sale, in which case we conduct a live auction where we're asking the price there on site. However, people can also watch online and they can bid in real time uh, by pushing a click of the button after they've registered. How does someone qualify to make an offer? Because how do you stop you know, a middle school kid from finding your site and, you know, inflate artificially inflating the price and having no intention of closing. Again, to talk about for us personally, the type of real estate we're dealing with, we're not attracting troublemakers for the most part. And so what we do, we typically have between 40 and 60 bidders, let's say on a property. And that's not a whole lot of people compared to maybe hundreds or thousands of people that are randomly coming in. They can register by just giving us their name, verifying their identification via the registration process. It asks for a driver's license, credit card number, which doesn't get charged. And then we follow that up with a phone call to whoever that contact is within 24 hours of them registering. And so we have that personal connection with each bidder. You ready for the best ever lightning round? All right, let's do it. First, a quick word from our sponsor. Don't you deserve to have all your deals funded in lightning quick speed? I agree. That's why I've partnered up with our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land, to bring you the best crowdfunding crash course ever, where you get all the info you need to know about crowdfunding so that you can close more deals. Tune in every Sunday this February, and you'll be treated to the best crowdfunding crash course ever. All right, John John, best ever book you've read. How to win friends and influence people. Gotta be. How come? Well, just because, again, to go back, you know, I didn't go to school. And so most of what I learned was from absolute human interaction. Uh, my father was an entrepreneur. I learned how to do fractions with a tape measure and you know how to count and use a calculator on the cash register. And we were constantly having practical application. Well, what was awesome about how to win friends and influence people was so many of the tips were just sort of natural because you're constantly in the service industry since I was a little kid. It just completely resonated with me. Best ever listeners, I know you like audio, so go to freebesteverbook.com and you can get a free audio version of a book like that. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it. In July of 2011, my first daughter was born. My second daughter is going to be born any day now. Uh, But my first daughter was born and it was not something that we were expecting, but she had a stroke in utero. She lost the majority of her brain with a massive bleed that didn't stop. And when we got the news, uh, our daughter was sitting in the NICU. Doctor, nurse comes in, tells us, you know, basically what's happening. Not a very good prognosis at the time. And it was very devastating. Uh, It was absolutely life altering. And it was probably the most helpless I ever felt because there was nothing I could do to change it. And I spent most of my life fixing problems. And my wife looked at me and says, well, what are we going to do? And it was as if a switch turned on at that second. And I said, well, 
we have to feed her in 15 minutes. And then your uncle and aunt's going to be here in about 24 minutes after that. And then we have to get to this appointment over here. And all of a sudden, I got into business mode and I really never left it. And what that taught me was, you know, if you put your head down and you work, regardless of what comes your way, regardless of what devastating or unexpected thing might happen in your life, it doesn't really matter because it's up to you to change the future for yourself. Incredible life lesson. And with your your second daughter on the way, congratulations on that. Uh, When is she due? If we don't have her beforehand on the 26th, my wife will be induced to labor. Of January, right, well, yeah, 26th. Of January, January 26th. Well, then I'm going to go ahead and tell you congratulations because this episode's airing in early February. Awesome. So you are, you will be another proud papa. I will. Best ever success habit you practice? I like to look people in the eye uh, whenever possible. I think that that is probably the number one best thing that I've been able to do in having good business deals. Uh, What it helps me to do is pick the right client and it helps me to make sure that we're on the same page all of the time. They know who I am and it's not just this blank voice on the other side of the phone or the text on the other side of an email. I just got like a cartoon image of you being the auctioneer trying to look everybody in the eye every time you say something. And I was like, wow, that that would would be uh, dizzying. Well, you know, it is, but... You know, in that case, what I like to do is before the auction, I will walk through the crowd and I will introduce myself because part of that, I mean, you have to understand, if you showed up to a random auction, how willing would you be to offer money to somebody that you didn't know? And that whole thing is everything we do is relationship-based in life just about. So I love to go up, shake someone's hand, say, hi, how you doing? I'm John John. I'm going to be the auctioneer today. Thank you very much for coming. You know, What do you like about the property? You know, what's got you excited? And we just have a real friendly conversation. Best ever deal you've done or deal you've auctioned off? Again, I think it has to do with choosing the right client for me. Much of what we do as an auctioneer, because we're selling for someone else, is very relationship-based. And so if we're not on the same page, it's very difficult. So again, you know, talk about transparency. We like to be very transparent with our seller, very transparent with our buyers. We had a seller and she was absolutely not emotionally attached to the property whatsoever. And for me, I mean, that is just ideal. To remove emotion from the buyer and the seller's perspective helps us to get down to the nitty gritty and just do business. And so she came in, we typically set reserves on properties, but we set them very low because we don't want people to walk away feeling that they bid as high as they wanted to and they couldn't buy the property. Sorry, the story is getting long. However, the reason for it is She said, you know what, just sell it. You know what, I've seen this before, I trust it, sell the property. We ended up getting 50% more than her reserve on the property because she allowed us to drop it so low. And so we expected the property to go for about 1.5 and it went for 1.6. And the only reason we got that was because she put a $900,000 reserve on the property in my opinion. Best ever project you're most excited about right now? So we are moving throughout the state and, you know, that doesn't seem like maybe a large project to other people, but Hawaii is very, very segregated. We have a lot of water in between all of our little bits of land. And so it's not exactly easy to just drive in a car for a couple hours and get somewhere else. But we are moving throughout the state starting next month 
and we are going to have properties listed in all the different islands. And that's sort of a nice thing for us because we've been focused primarily on our home-based island, which is Kauai, and that is awesome and beautiful. But being able to expand and yet still stay relatively local is really exciting for us as a company right now. Best ever quote. As an auctioneer, you can imagine I talk a lot and I talk fast. If you haven't gotten that by now by the interview, I don't know. But uh, the, the famous quote of, I didn't have time to write you a short letter, so I wrote you a long one instead. And that influences me. I try to repeat that in my mind every day because I have to constantly tell myself, try to be to the point, try to be articulate, and make people feel comfortable without dragging on. Can you do that quote in an auctioneer voice? I didn't have time to write your short letters or your long one instead. I didn't have time to write your short letters or your long one instead. I didn't have time to write your short letters or your long one instead. Yes, yes. <laughs> I've, I've never done that before. That was fun. This, I mean, this is just an amazing interview. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm normally used to something like, all right, now how about a 500,000? 500,000, now 525, now 525, now 525, now 550, 550,000. Sold. Yes. I, I'm in, I'm in for, for the first the first one. All right. <laughs> What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? Picking the wrong client. You know, as, as an auctioneer, a lot like a real estate agent, you are in this relationship and we went through all of the motion. We spent two and a half months marketing, spending a ton of money to sell a property. And instead of having a hard, fast number, uh, we left it to, you know, seller agreement, you know, as long as the seller agreed to the price. And we got all the way there. I, I am positive to this day that we got the most money that we could have gotten for that property. And she said, nope, I won't take it. I won't take under a certain amount of dollars. And I said, oh, man, it was so frustrating. And we sat and we worked with her for about six and a half hours to try and get her to, to budge. And she didn't do it. And wouldn't she know that property is still on the market a year and a half later. What's the best ever place to reach you? Best place to reach me, my email address is col, like Charlie Oscar Larry, dot John John at MalamaAuctions.com. So Colonel John John at MalamaAuctions.com. Where's the Colonel come from? Well, as an accredited auctioneer in the United States, you get an honorary title of Colonel within the association because it goes back to the Civil War. During the Civil War, when they had all you know the, the kids and they'd go to war, they didn't have shoes, they didn't have coats. And to be able to buy things that were affordable, they took the pillage from the towns that they, the army was overtaking and they would auction off the wares. And to do that, you had to be ranked colonel or higher. John, John, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your best ever advice with the best ever listeners and doing some auctioneer lingo for us. And, you know, one of the things that is valuable for the best ever listeners is the accreditation process that you mentioned and how not all auction companies are created equal and to do some verification and some research, some due diligence on the auction company to make sure that they are associated with the National Auctioneers Association. And then let's take it a step deeper and look at the state association and make sure that they're a member of both. And then you mentioned you know, some of the due diligence stuff where if you can't find information on the property prior to the auction, that's a huge red flag. And I think that's a, a myth about auctions uh, where you won't know the information and you're kind of going at it blind. It's almost perception of almost a gamble and speculative investing. But it sounds like through your company and then through other accredited companies like yours, 
there's research that can be done on the properties and and then there's also a qualification process for the people actually making the offers on the properties which helps the other investors know that if they do lose out at least it was to the legitimate offer or if their price increases that they end up striking it was an artificially raised by other people so thank you so much for being on the show sharing your advice and we'll talk to you soon thank you joe hey you best ever listener do you want more then go to joefairless.com where you'll get tons of free videos templates and content to help you get deals done And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever.